0: Welcome to Good Life Project, where we take you behind the scenes for in-depth, candid conversations with artists, entrepreneurs, makers, and world shakers. Here's your host, Jonathan Fields. It's 2002, Mexican Riviera, and I'm sweating almost violently, barefoot in the middle of a tile thatched roof palapa, feet from the rolling surf. I'm there with a yoga wonderkin, Baron Baptiste, and the famed Kirtan singer, Krishnadas, a.k.a. KD, and about a hundred sweaty humans training to become yoga teachers. And we practice and we teach and we move and we twist and grind and stretch and we shake until we can no longer move. And my head is pounding. Fruit is abundant, but all I want is caffeine and a fan maybe. And on the last day, something different happens. Baptiste begins to call postures. And minutes in, his number two takes over the call. Up dog, and then down dog, and fingers wide, and palms kiss the mat. And he tags number three, who then takes us through sun salutations. and I kind of start to see a pattern. I know what's coming. Three others on his team, then they take the teaching baton as we flow, and a hundred nubile bodies pose by pose through the soupy morning air, and Baron steps in to lead us again. But I've done the math. 90 minutes remain. Who's going to lead now? So I stand in Namaskar Mountain Pose, erect at the mat's edge, and hands in prayer as the universe sweats through me, just waiting, and I look at Baron. I want to go first. His eye catches mine. He smiles. He nods. So I step off my mat, and I begin to stalk the room. Inhale, I can and the next few minutes are surreal. I never let a group this size through anything quite like this. and I'm overwhelmed, and I'm new at this, but I own my own studio back home, and damned if I'm not already good, better than most, or so I think, right? So I finish the sequence, and I step back onto my mat, and Baptiste looks at me. He just says, less shell, more soul. Then he calls the next sacrifice, and I'm pissed. It would take years for me to really own the truth of his words, though. Show is soul's cover-up. It's been a lesson hard learned. So much bravado, so much posturing, positioning, all to distract from the simple fact that you really don't quite know who you are or what you're doing. And the last thing you want is for others to know that, too. So you put on a show, and it brings in an audience. But an audience is not a community nor a business, nor a tribe. An audience stays as long as you perform. A community stays as long as you serve. So I see a lot of show in the online and entrepreneurial worlds these days, especially in video and copy. So much bravado, so much blatantly fierce language and sound and movement and imagery, and sometimes I buy it, most times I don't. What the creator offers as a mechanism to attract attention and build connection becomes something that shines bright and then gets old really fast. Eventually, people feel the disconnect. And to this day, I continue to struggle with that dance between the show and the craft. And I know how to engage and entertain. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, adding the element of a little bit of theater can be incredibly powerful, provided it's built on top of craft and impact rather than as a distraction from the inability to deliver the same. So when I default to that mode that tends to come easiest, frankly, to me, I increasingly find myself asking, to what end? Sometimes I'm good with the answer, but sometimes I'm not. But at least I've gotten more into the habit of asking the question, what need is the show serving? What work, if any, is it keeping me from? Is it stopping me from or enabling me to serve better? What about you?